0: Welcome to Power Trader Radio's Trade Talk, the show designed exclusively for the savvy stock trader or investor of today. With the latest market analysis and strategies, stock market tips and tricks, investments with options in spread trades, near report, news, events, analysis, and research, we put it together for you. Hosted by Andy Peterson and Mark Eli. And now, here your co host Andy Peterson. And Mark Eli is not in today. We've got, uh, instead, we've got Sandin. Uh, and that is the famous John Lindahl. John Lindahl um, is our Tuesday Night Trader. He is the guy who hosts Tuesday Night Trades. And he's going to be joining us today as we talk about credit trades, which, you know, I just absolutely love. And, and when I first heard about what a credit trade does, um, it was kind of astounding to me, the whole principle behind the credit trade. Um, and so before we get into that and before I talk to John, I'm just going to get a couple of housekeeping items out of the way. Uh, I'll tell you a little bit about Trade Caddy, who we are. We were established uh, over eight years ago. Uh, in order to educate investors and even their financial advisors about the benefits and the risks of exchange traded equity options. Uh, We offer a variety of tools on our website uh, and educational resources to help investors uh, such as you, uh, the dear listener, looking to learn more about options. And we have our live seminars, we have webcasts, we have podcasts. Of course, we have this radio program as well. A couple ways to stay in touch with us. You can like us on Facebook and even choose to see our posts first, since we post at least once a day, and you can stay up to speed on everything we got going on. We also are on TradeCaddy or on Twitter. Follow us at TradeCaddy on Twitter, and of course, you can sign up for a free membership uh, at TradeCaddy.com and get occasional insights uh, via our newsletter and emails and so on. And so the content in this radio show and all of our educational programs should not be considered as a recommendation to buy or sell a security. All information is intended for educational purposes on this show and in no way should be considered investment advice. Options do involve risk and are not suitable for all investors, and all rights and obligations of options instruments should be fully and understood before entering any trade. John, I've tried to do that all in one breath before, and it's ex- exasperating, and I've actually passed out once, but – Anyway, um, yeah, so credit trades, John, um, you know, there's a lot of news that's been taking place and, you know, th- there's a lot of potential to perform these credit trades. Uh, but what a couple interesting things that took place and we cover the news just a little bit on this show. Uh, there are other podcasts and um, platforms like uh, the uh, TV Ameritrade network that just, you know, they do a better job, quite honestly, of uh, sharing the news with you, but, Um, We do like to cover a couple of the uh, points. We focus more on education on this podcast and uh, teaching you guys how to trade. But very interesting to me, John, that the General Electric, uh, the last uh, remaining original Dow um, uh, company, Dow Jones Industrial Average Company, just got booted from General Electric. Did you hear about that news?
1: Yes, I did. I was, um, you know, I I worked for GE uh, twice in my career. And um, so I I have uh, stock in GE and and that I've uh, just basically forgotten about you know but uh, right.
0: it's uh, it's, cho-
1: it's shocking to me because they are just a a staple uh, in our country so. I was yeah. kind
0: of sad to hear it, to be honest with you. Yeah, you know, it is. It's kind of a melancholy day. I guess the buying high and selling low uh, strategy just didn't work for, out for them in the last, um, uh, under the direction of their uh, CEO. But, um, yeah, no, it is. It's kind of just um, a sad day on Wall Street in that regard. And you know, I didn't know that you owned stock in it, but um, or that you worked for the company twice. Yes, I, I worked... Uh, I worked for their um, aerospace
1: group right out of college, and and launched rockets, and then uh, uh, their healthcare division later in my career. Yeah,
0: so, yeah. Well, it's interesting I when you you, you you work with uh, people who um, uh, and you trade with people who are um, uh, you talk about these trades, and then you learn get to know them a little bit more. Like John, I didn't know this. Uh, about you but you realize that not only do you trade these stocks but these are actual companies with actual people and um, the reason why i say this is because general electric was uh, poised to be replaced uh, by walgreens uh, walgreens boots alliance uh, to be exact wba is their stock ticker Uh, they're going to replace ge on the dow jones starting i think in june late june like june 26 so like six days from now um, I have another friend who just retired from Walgreens. He's also a stock trader, and it's just very interesting how uh, it all kind of ties together with uh, with real people uh, in our lives working for and trading these stocks. And uh, Walgreens, they have also have a bit of a headwind as well, um, you know. And you know, you think about uh, CWS, uh, CBS. I'm sorry, they're poised to deliver scripts to your uh, prescriptions to your door. So Walgreens is certainly hey, um, they have their hands full as well with with tough competition. Um, anything else in the news that kind of struck you um uh, john with regards to what's going on uh, on the stock market on wall street
1: well that was that was the main thing that hit me this morning when i i i read that real early and i you know looking at g e stock they they were down seven cents today um they're, but they're sitting at twelve dollars and eighty eight cents um so they're uh you know it's it's just not a real good day i think um other than that, I think the uh, the uh, Dow was down a little bit today, down 42 points, and um, uh, the S and P was up, and uh, and also it was it's it's a day and it's actually a time where we are um, we are just seeing so many shifts based on. Uh, uh global news and political news. So, you know, we saw earlier this week we thought uh President Trump has uh was putting more tariffs on China and the and the uh, the drop the market like three hundred and fifty points and right. then then people, you know, come back to come back to Earth and see that hey, okay, oh so, you know, this isn't the end of the world and uh and the market comes back up and uh uh, or does not go down as much, you know? But it's it's the 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 political events that are are driving things right now are I think taking precedent over the uh, earnings events and things like that. Well, we're not in earnings season anymore. So, uh, but I I think that uh, the global events are really driving the market. You know, at
0: least this week they are. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. And we do on this show and uh, in our with our tools, straight Getty tools. Uh, we pay close attention to uh, sentimental analysis and the fluctuation there. And it's kind of an interesting concept when you talk about options, because, you know, whether, whether the trade negotiations are dropping, uh, you know, the Dow um, 300 points or, 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 shooting it back up, um, you can always make money with these options trades. And that's kind of one of the things that uh, credit spreads. One of the things I wanted to talk about is, I mean, you can, you can, uh, uh, you can put a, a credit spread a bullish or a bearish trade and, but that, the, the most interesting thing that I think people don't understand at first is how, uh, first of all, how, how do you grasp the fact that you get paid to trade or paid to play in a credit trade? So whenever I place a credit trade, I'm actually receiving money by selling um, a short call or short put that is, um, I'm taking in more money than than the buying component of the long call or the long put on the other side. And so the credit spread is a great way to put money in your pocket up front. And I'm curious uh, at first when I was learning about credit spreads is how you can actually lose money if you're, if you're getting paid up front to play. Um, And so yesterday in honor of this credit spreads discussion, I did a a bull put on Kemet Corp. And of course a bull put is if you're uh, thinking that a stock is going to go uh, bullish if it's going to rise and and this was an re Ari rep- RE robot re uh, robot and it goes out and it takes a look at stocks and it tells you which way it thinks the stock's going to go bullish bearish or stagnant and we have a report called the alignment report that Ari RE generates for us and Ari uh, sure. gave kem a bullish um a very bullish signals 26 out of 30 points uh which means it's very bullish and um So I put a credit spread uh, bull put on this trade and I sold the short put at the 26 strike and I bought a long put at the 25 strike, hoping that the price, of course, will stay above 26 for a very nice profit in 30 days um, or close out early uh, once my trade is, uh, once I make my 20%. But um, John, you texted me a little bit earlier and you told me about your bear call on Apple, which I like even better. And we'll get to that in just a moment. Um, I want to get into the details of that trade because I really enjoy uh, how you explain these trades and how you do it uh, for our Tuesday night trades. Very educational. Uh, I learn a lot from you every time we talk, including uh, this bear call on Apple. Uh, Before before we get into that, though, let's talk a little bit more about credit spreads in general. I was wondering if you could tell me what the top three things are that you like most about credit spreads.
1: Oh sure, Andy. Um, you know I I like them because typically when I do credit spreads, I'm not in them very long, and I'm I'm picking up cash right at the beginning. I, if they're credit trade, so they involve a short instrument and a long instrument. So uh, if you're doing a a a bull put, you're selling the short put, buying a long put uh, below it, and if you're doing a bear call, you're selling a short call and doing a buying a long call above it. Um now by the way what I just described there is an iron condor. So if you got a stagnant stock that's a great uh a great um uh, 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 strategy for when you have got a stock that's stagnant, you just pick uh you pick the upper side and the lower side and uh do two credit spreads on it, a bear a bear call and a bull put. And um right and hope that it stays uh, in between those two short, short uh, instruments. So um, in in your case, you've, you've done a, a bull put on Chem, and um, I'm, I'm doing, looking at a bear call on Apple. And uh, so I'm looking at, um, you know, uh, taking in a credit. And the other thing I really like about Amanda is I tend not to be in these calls too long. So, Right. There's times when I'm in and out of them in hours, and I'm not a day mm. trader. So let me let me say that right off, off the bat. But if I get, you know, if I'm looking at a um, if I'm looking at a trade where my ROI for a week to one to two weeks is is going to be like around twenty three twenty four percent, and but I get twelve percent in the first hour, I'm out of it. <laughs> I'm going to take twelve percent right. and go. You know, yeah, and that's so, one of the things uh, I like
0: about it is you like these very quick turns. Uh, and, I mean, like for this Apple trade you just talked about, I mean, that's I think nine days out. Um, and you're not even in the trade yet. You're considering doing it. But I like that because I kind of have a short-term uh, mentality where I, I like to see things happen. I, I kind of get impatient. Each of us have to um, orchestrate and architect our own trading, uh, kind of calibrate our trading mindset. And so I think you and I are similar in that regard. That we want to see a quick turnaround. And if you got a quick turnaround, and it's a twenty percent turnaround, then that wait, rather than waiting a year for that twenty percent, you can go ahead and roll that into another trade um, and continue to do that uh, high rate of return at a high rate of speed. And uh, the other thing Absolutely. is, that you
1: to... yeah, go ahead. No, I'm saying the other thing is, is if you you're you're really taking advantage of theta decay in those trades. So, if you've got the a short term trend correctly, you're you're not only gaining on the short term trend, um, your spread is gaining money if you're if it's going in the right direction, but you're also gaining favor decay. Um, so, um, it's going it's going to get to um, a lot of times it's going to get you where you want to go real easily. Now, it's also very. Have your secondary exit, and we'll talk about that when we get into the trade. But it's very important to have a secondary exit, if you're wrong, <laughs> or if the market right. turns the other way, and that's one of the reasons I don't like to do credit trades too far out, because um the you know or at least I I can do them far out, but my intention is to not ever get to expiration when I do that, and right. I'm also not going to. Get as much advantage from Theta Decay by doing a longer term trade on that as as I would if I don't, if I, you know, Theta Decay gets uh, stronger towards the end of the trade. So,
0: right, right. um, And you you also mentioned to me, I
1: really
0: like. Yeah. Well, you also mentioned to me that you're a technical trader too, and these types of trades are very technical in nature. You kind of have to watch. Uh, uh, the EMAs crossing, you need to watch, you know, the other technical uh, buy or sell signals, and then you have to act on them right away in order to take advantage of those things. So that's probably something that you factor in when you, when you're looking at these credit spreads.
1: Absolutely. And, and, you know, if I looked at today, the, the uh, five day EMA crossed over the, crossed over the 20 day EMA on the downside, And we had Mm -hmm. a earlier, we had a, uh, in the week, we had a MACD crossover and um, our RSI has crossed over the 50. So, you know, we have, we have the sell signals there. We have the the bear signals there. Um, However, if I look at Apple, Apple did um, go up today. Okay. So, you know, I might want to look at that again tomorrow before I place the trade and see, see which is going. But I do believe that um, you know, and, and if the, and that's the case, I, I still am going to do the trade. I might just adjust my strike prices. Right, right. Now, right now, what I'm doing is the, uh, you want me to go through this trade now, Andy? I'll
0: well, tell you what we'll do. Let's cut to a break, and then when we come back, let's, let's talk a little bit about the considerations for a great credit trade, and then we'll, um, we'll go ahead and, and, and wrap, go right into that Apple trade, because that's, I mean, that's kind of like the grand finale right there, because that puts everything all together. So, we'll be right back. power trader radio
1: (coughs) oh great and powerful wizard tell me how i can make money
0: how dare you approach the great and powerful wizard not
1: getting what you want from other investment wizards or advisors have you ever heard of options trading or spread trading have you not tried it because you don't know how? Look no further. TradeCaddy has the tools and education that can empower anyone like a professional. Their options chain wizard makes options trading simple, easy, and more profitable. Find out more by going to TradeCaddy.com. Stay tuned. We'll be right back in a moment.
0: Calling all traders. Calling all traders, this is Power Trader Radio. Now, trade talk continues on powertraderradio.com. All right, everybody, thanks for staying with us through the break. We just got done talking a little bit about why John loves credit trades. Um, I think you'd love them, too. Uh, if you haven't traded them yet, it's a really fantastic way to get into the market to learn a lot about um, volatility and want to take advantage of these volatile markets that we're dealing with right now. Um, before we get into uh, John's Apple trade uh, uh, that, he's, that he wants to walk us through, um, I wanted to go through some of the considerations for a credit trade now. I mentioned uh, earlier that we are taking in a credit when we place these trades. So we get paid to trade or paid to play. Um, And the credit that we receive, the amount that we receive, that is our maximum reward. Um, And so that is what we are receiving from the trade is the credit that we receive. um, And so if it goes through, that's how much we're going to get. We're not going to get any more out of this trade than what we get at the very beginning of placing the trade. Okay. Now the maximum risk is determined by simply taking that credit that we receive and the difference in the two strike prices. So you take the difference in strike prices minus the credit received, and that's how much you're putting into this trade. That's how much risk you're putting into this trade. And so John and I talked a little bit about uh, placing this trade with 30 days or less remaining for the options to expire. And even then uh, John says he rarely gets to that point where he lets them expire. Uh, he goes ahead and, and, and finishes the trade before then. So we'll talk a little bit about that in uh, just a second. But again, one other thing is we'd like to have a high volatility environment because when the market is volatile, options have a more extrinsic value and they create an opportunity for seasoned traders to sell the overinflated options. And so those are some of the considerations for a credit trade. Um, John, can you think of anything else before we get into your uh, your bear call?
1: No, the only other thing I would add, Andy, that was a good summary, is that uh, these, are, these are credit, credit trade strategies could be used in bearish markets, bullish markets, and stagnant markets. So um, it's, uh, it's something you can always use. And sometimes it's not the best strategy. And um, our options, Shane Wizard, talks a lot about, you know, is a, is a great tool for looking at the different strategies and, and selecting the best strategy when you, when you um, define um, which way you want to go and which equity you want to trade, um, but uh, that's it's, again it's always a strategy. It can be a strategy no matter what trend the market is
0: in. Right. And when I saw that you took a, you told me about that Apple Bear call, um, I went out to the option chain wizard, uh, the OCW and took a look at what uh, kind of a trade the OCW would recommend. And they recommended a very similar trade, uh, except the strikes were a little bit lower. So I want to ask you a little bit about that. Um, But yeah, what the 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 trade that we're talking about is an Apple bear call uh, that John texted me about with a June 29 expiration. Now, uh, right now it's June 20th, so we got nine days into this. And um, in addition to that, uh, it is a short call um, at 190 and a long call for your insurance at 192.50 strike price and so you did the calculations also uh, option chain wizard automatically does these calculations for you but you're talking a credit of uh 48 uh cents for a return on investment in uh 24 up uh, 24 in just nine days so why don't you walk me through this how did you find this trade what do you think about that return on investment in nine days that sounds pretty impressive to me Oh I love,
1: that's one of the reasons I like these trades is um I like to, I like to get uh, uh nice rates of returns in short short amounts of time it's something about me I don't know must be a personality disorder I guess I don't know but uh no so you know I, I, was, I as I'm looking through the trades I, I and I'm looking to select something like this I will use um the the uh, alignment report sometimes to find types of trades because we have a, a, a great tool that spots all of the, the three crossovers we like to do from a technical perspective. Um, we we have uh, some range finder reports that will help you find uh, stocks that are looking like they're about to turn. So we have a whole set of great tools within our our, our Ari, um, tool set that uh, we can use to find these. Now, Apple is a trade Apple is a stock that I trade quite frequently and, um, I've done a lot of different types of trades on it. And, um, uh, when Andy talked to, when he, when Andy asked, talked about having a, uh, this radio show today, be on credit spreads, I said, okay, let's look at it and see where we're going because I knew Apple looked like it was getting, turning the corner and getting a little bearish here near term. So, um, what I did was I went and looked at it and looked at the, you know, I look at where the Bollinger bands are. I look at the, the moving averages and I, and I try to place a, um, strike out, out of the money. Now, if you're really, if you're really positive about the direction that you're going, you can place it in the money and, 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 uh, make a little bit more money. Okay. Um, because mm-hmm. it, it'll, um, uh, it'll give you a better return, but, I placed the, the short strike at 190, okay, and um, this, was, this is a bear call, and the stock is currently at 186.50. So um, for me to get my maximum return, as Andy said, it's, the, it's basically the full credit. That stock just has to be below 190 by June 29. But for insurance, I bought a 192.50 call, at, and that was um, forty cents, and the one ninety that I sold was at eighty eight cents. So, um, if you take that difference, that's forty eight cents credit that's going right into my account, and I subtract the forty eight from the two fifty spread, which gives me two o two. And if you divide uh, forty eight by two o two, or point four o eight by two o two. you get uh, that. That's where you come up with the 24%. Okay, so um, now, and I as I also look at the at the uh, theta decay on it and on on that 190, um, you're looking at um, almost nine cents, and on the 192.50, you're looking at six cents. So you got a a net delta on theta decay of, of three cents a day. Okay, uh, yeah. that's that's playing in your favor. In addition to uh, the the that all, that option is going to drop as time, you know, it's going to drop anyway. And if you stay below that, if it, it starts going more bearish, you're in you're in great shape. So um, mm-hmm. now, if it if it doesn't look like it's going back up and it's staying there, I'm gonna I'm gonna hang in there till June 29th, and I'm gonna take the full 48 cents. So, right. You know, forty-eight cents doesn't sound like a lot, but it's all—it's all in the percentages. And you know, who wouldn't want twenty-four percent return in in nine days? So if you bought, mm-hmm. you know, for instance, if you bought ten contracts on this, or if you—if excuse me—if you sold ten contracts on this spread, um, you would walk away with uh, four hundred four hundred eighty dollars minus whatever your your sell commissions are. Um, but you'd walk away basically with four hundred eighty dollars. Um, a week from Friday, so you could right. you could take a trip to the beach or the mountains, or take your wife
0: out to dinner or whatever. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, take the wife out to dinner. She loves that stuff. And yeah, whenever I pull in these uh, the profits, that's uh, definitely a consideration. And I wish uh, when you get off this call, take a look at the alignment report of what it says about Apple. It is basically following your what you're talking about to a T. It, the alignment report predicted based on the EMI, the RSI, and the MACD. That they were that they turned bearish. The EMI turned bearish yesterday. The MACD turned bearish yesterday, and the RSI turned bearish two weeks ago. So that's almost an alignment of the stars that took place yesterday that you took advantage of today. And that is what Ari is all about. That's what the alignment report is all about. It's um, a fantastic tool where you can say, you know, show me the alignment of the stars. Let me know when these. And we talked about technical analysis and how you're a technical trader. Sure enough, um, all this stuff lines up to the point where you can say, "Okay, now where do I want to put my strikes? How much credit will I receive? Is it worth the risk?" And do um, and am I willing to wait nine days? And I think everybody would probably say, "Yes, I can wait nine days if I have to," because that's really not very long in terms of uh, a trading and season. So,
1: it, and Andy, I think it's also very important to say that you know when you when you when you uh, join the trade caddy education you'll you'll understand the the no fear trading approach that we take and we always have secondary exits if if the trade goes against us and mm-hmm. so if if I have a minute I'd like to talk real quick about those secondary exits
0: yes please do there's yeah. a lot of
1: there's a lot of different things I can do so let's say that the the stock apple suddenly turned bullish on on us and uh, it was starting to head up here i I could do a couple things. I could, I could um, basically uh, uh, buy back the, the spread at at what's called theoretical break even. So I'm making roughly forty eight cents. So that would be, you know, on this trade. So that would be somewhere around where the stock was at 190 dollars and forty eight cents. Okay, because one hundred ninety is my short strike so it'd be somewhere in that neighborhood it wouldn't be exact but it would be somewhere right around there so I could buy it back at theoretical break even and just walk away with a zero credit zero loss or another way another thing I could do is I could roll the spread up and out in time and those are things that we just, you know we, we describe in more detail in some of our educational classes at State Patty. and um, but it's always important to have those secondary exits and follow them to the T, so that you you never take a big hit if, if things go against you, and yeah. and that's that's uh, you know every trade that every time I make a trade before I hit hit the button to submit that trade I have those things in in place and then a lot of times you can depending on what platform you have you can you can create automatic sell points on it you know when it to right. hits a certain mark so um, right those are those those are just very, thing, you know, any trade you do, Andy, I would always talk to that.
0: Yeah. And let me tell you something. Um, if you guys are liking what you're hearing here, um, what John does, is he explains it in this much detail. He uses the OCW. He uses the Uh, uh When he puts these trades together, he talks about the secondary exits and uh, theoretical break-even. It's all showed, showing you on the OCW card anyway, um, he documents it all so that you can um, see it. It's a recorded video that you'll be able to watch afterwards. You hear me typing and you probably think of well, what's all that ticking. You Well, I'm actually learning as well. And so, um, but you don't have to necessarily take notes right now. You can go ahead and listen to the podcast later. Or if you sign up for Tuesday night trades, you can just watch the video over and over again. And since it's live with John, you can go ahead and ask him those questions live. And so, it's a really one we only have about 30 seconds left John but I just wanted to you know kind of plug your show again and just say how wonderful it is to learn uh kind of sit at your feet and learn as you put these trades together um and i am you know I'm I'm backing it up I'm taking a look at what the reports are saying through uh Trade and saying yeah everything John is saying is making sense and that's what I love about no fear trading that's what I love about these credit trades so any closing thoughts John
1: No um just uh, if anybody has any questions feel free to contact us at tradecaddy.com and um, we'll, uh, we'll be glad to uh, help you get, you know, get involved with us and we, we welcome you to our community.
0: That's right. And John's very big on community. He loves to talk with people about trading uh, and it, we, we really enjoy every moment of having him on the show and uh, I'll be on the shows. Uh, I'm on the shows when, uh, when, when we put these together and Mark is also on the calls as much as he can too. So, Uh, Yeah, hit us up at TradeCaddy.com, follow us on Facebook, or you can follow us on Twitter as well, at TradeCaddy. Love to hear from you. Thank you very much for listening, and uh, sign up for our podcast. Welcome to Power Trader Radio's Trade Talk, the show designed exclusively for the savvy stock trader or investor of today. With the latest market analysis and strategies, stock market tips
1: and tricks, investments with options and spread trades, NEAR Report, news, events, analysis, and research, we put it together for you.